Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to episode 41 of Real Good Show, an episode that uh, I would do the number thing on, but I can't even think. Maybe Andrew Alberts? Did he wear 41? Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, an episode that is so stupid it thinks the whistle is a puck. Uh, and also got <laughs> concussed by McGradden, and there was no apology, and uh, Brian McGradden's a piece of shit. Yeah. So it's that episode. Justin Morissette with you once again for another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. And with me, as always, is... Stefan Heck. John Cullen. Never trust a guy with two first names, especially when it's a plural at the last name. Well, that, that's what makes it the last name. Yeah, no, I know, but it, then it's like suggesting that it's like Andrew and a couple dudes named Albert. It's tough to trust. It could be possessive. Yeah, t- tough to trust a guy. Yeah, it could be like, but it's but it wasn't though. There was no apostrophe. Yeah, no, yeah. that'd be weird to have like an apostrophe s in your last name. Yeah, I will give it up for him though because like. Every time that his name was said by the commentary team, I was reminded of that classic Canadian Tire ad where, like, Albert is dreaming of his future as an NHL player, and then for some reason... Uh, like he's he's imagining himself in the future or whatever, or maybe it's a flash forward. I can't even remember. I have no idea Regardless, what you're talking about. It's a little boy in Canadian tire. He's buying like hockey equipment, and then they, uh, either he's dreaming or they do a flash forward. I can't remember. Somebody out there, please send in a correction. Uh, That's usually how uh, it works for kids. They yeah. buy skates at Canadian Tire, and then they make the NHL. And when I say someone out there, it's Yerky21, obviously, our most pedantic listener. Yerky. Yes, he will definitely correct us, <laughs> we, please. Yeah. We, we love you. but uh, uh, Actually, guys, I'm not the most pedantic listener. <laughs> <laughs> the word pedantic comes from the Greek for pedant. We, we love you, Yerky. <laughs> and we do have a new segment today, so there may be... Uh, we're in, we might be in need for a new uh, theme song. Yeah, 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 so, yeah you just yeah, never so. know. So we have to be nice to him for at least the next couple of episodes. I, I guess so. But uh, yeah. the commercial ends with Albert, uh, you know, lighting it up in the NHL, and the crowd is chanting just his first name: Albert, Albert, Albert. Albert. Oh, I remember that. Albert, as yeah. you do. Albert. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's what I do when I go to sports. I ch- always chant first names. Like we've seen some crazy chants in our day. Brent Sopel had his last name chanted throughout GM Place at one point. Uh, I can't remember if that was a hat trick game or if he just had two and was looking for the third. Regardless, that's an improbable name being chanted. So Albert uh, did have a chance at that, perhaps, but not a first name. A chance at the chant. Yes. Very nice. It's Thank just, you. Just weird all around. Yeah, it's this has been a very weird start to this show. <laughs> to this episode if i was a listener i would have turned it off already. well you know we're, we're the only reason we're even going down this uh road of trying to pick player numbers every single week is that uh, we have a pretty good one coming up next week so yeah, i don't know what that could possibly be but mm, no clue 
Yeah. yeah. I don't know who's I, ever worn I, that number. But I don't know. For the Canucks. Yeah, yeah. very strange. But uh, uh, this is your chance now to just stop listening to this episode right this second and, and tune in next week, I suppose. Uh, but I do suggest that you stick around because uh, we do have some sponsors to plug before too long here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's everybody's favorite part of the podcast <laughs> and every other podcast. It, actually, it actually seems to be, though. Yeah, I know, which is really weird. But I guess that means we're really good. We talked about this last week about how good we are at reading we did. Ad copy. I, I guess that's our new that's our new bit. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I, we're really good at reading ad copy. I had another coworker who listened to the show for the first time, and he's like, "Yeah, I like the Seat Geek bit. It's like, <laughs> well, it's, like a, it's an ad." <laughs> <laughs> that's good we're like uh we're very good at indoctrinating our listeners yeah. to think that it's a bit and not an ad yeah uh, he liked the illegal pie bit too well so. and who doesn't yeah. i mean you know what i mean okay that's, that's actually we bit. need a clarification on this uh last night i had treats a pizza from dairy queen that's not a pie that's not a pie okay because no. it is like a pizza pie but no pie's gotta be warm yeah okay this is definitely a frozen pie yeah no, so i was allowed okay i figured i was safe clear. to consume it yeah because of clear. course it's not mm. march 14th so i was a little worried yeah but, okay so if I'm it good. doesn't have a hot filling i think you're okay okay I, stefan's looking at me like he wants to sexualize that but I th- you already did i think yeah it's you already, already yeah, yeah. sufficiently sexual yeah. But it's I impossible mean, to say hot you know, filling if you about. if you cut it open and like steam doesn't rise out i don't think it's a pie well, what is th- sexual about that? Babe, Come no, on. But, but that's actually not true because banana cream pie. <laughs> or, yeah, or like key, or, key or, lime yeah, pie. Or like yeah. lemon meringue or yeah. whatever. Yeah, like cream pie. Is, not that I know uh, much about pie. I only get one day a year. To yeah, I know. We don't really know a whole lot about it, but... Um, but that's what I'm guessing. Do you can you have pie on a on February 29th because it's not like an uh, necessarily an official day? Well, it's not pie day though. No, I know it's not pie day, but it's like not you know what I mean? Like it's kind of not really a day. Yeah, you can, you can leap on that day. Yeah, I mean it's okay, a, but it's you a can't bit have of, pie. It's now. a bit of a stretch to have pie on that day. It's not quite a leap to have pie on that day. Okay, fair. Yeah. But yeah. I, I mean. I, don't, I think the police have the day off. They're not arresting anyone for their pie habits. That's on fair. That yeah, that's fair. Day. I mean, they got a lot going on. It is it is a, 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 a non-existent day. Yeah. So. I mean, that is the day where all crime is legal for 24 yeah. hours, right? Yeah. So yeah. where they're not going to stop someone eating, uh, you know, a lemon meringue on the sidewalk. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I would just eat pie on the purge. <laughs> <laughs> The, yeah, the, pie bit. the purge usually comes after you've spent 24 <laughs> hours eating pie, but that's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, for some of us, I guess it depends on how much pie you eat, but or how much warm filling you can handle. <laughs> how steamy it is. <laughs> well, it's it's key lime though. Yeah. It, can't, it, it doesn't steam. We went over this already. Yeah. Well, I feel like not listening? on a day where uh, I threw shade at a at a new hockey podcast on a popular comedy podcast network for not being funny enough we've certainly had a hot start to this one yeah we're crushing it so hot i feel good about it could yeah. qualify as a pie well because key lime pie wouldn't steam yeah no i got that already yeah it's cold yeah what is you saying this episode so far has been more of a key lime well key lime pie is delicious oh, okay yeah yeah but it doesn't steam you kept saying it steams you were like yeah. over and over even before the episode started albert, i'm 100 percent sure albert Albert, yeah. this is uh, the illegal pie <laughs> bit. Should we just start again, or <laughs> no. maybe we should? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode forty-one of Real yeah. Good Show, America's best worst Canadian sports podcast. I am your host, Stephen Justin Heck. Morissette, and I am wearing a hat. Please welcome with me as always is uh, Justin Morissette and John Collin. Uh, beautiful, be oh, you real. Were, you're Justin, though. Aren't be you? good. 
be real good. Well, we could start over if you want, actually. No, no. I'm, <laughs> why would we do that? That's yeah. a waste of time. Did we do the sea kick out already? No, we haven't. No. Well, we could do that. Well, I don't Yeah. Know. I mean, no. you, you probably feel pretty disappointed if you bought tickets to this episode thus far. But I tell you what never disappoints. Buying tickets on the free SeatGeek mobile app. SeatGeek. SeatGeek. <laughs> I don't know if uh, people would cheer SeatGeek because it's like not their last name. You know what I mean? It's just kind of weird. Well, if, yeah. but if I was at a Canucks game uh, and I bought the tickets using SeatGeek, which is a very fantastic app, very easy to use, uh, I'd be chanting <clears throat> SeatGeek more likely than I'd be chanting for the Canucks. Yeah, exactly. Because that would be the only thing you'd be happy about. Yeah. You'd be like, well, at least I got these tickets off yeah, I got of a, a great deal. app. I used the deal score function. One of our, a great set of tickets. One of our listeners was at an Atlanta Hawks game this week that he bought That's tickets right. to for a yeah. dollar, thanks to our promo code. So yes, if you want to buy tickets to a concert or sporting event, the SeatGeek mobile app is the place to be. They have all of the listings for you know sold-out shows, even. If there's a concert you want to go to can't get tickets i've had people at work try to hit me up for the code for our seat geek sponsorship yeah well guess what listen to the show fuck face <laughs> you would know yeah. that it's promo code real good because yeah. what else would it be it's like when you uh like a lot of concert pre-sales speaking of concerts it'll just be like the name of the band's album always yeah. or like the first single off the album like oh weezer's coming to town pre-sale code Beverly Hills. <laughs> like, oh, that's that's just a song off of the off of the record. That's okay, sure. But in this case, the promo code real good gets you twenty dollars off your first ticket purchase. Yes. On the Seat Geek app, and uh, there are all kinds of reasons to use Seat Geek. We've all done it. We, we have. have. Maybe you haven't at home, but each of us sitting around this table certainly. If you haven't done it, you should. Yes. Just a tip for the listeners. Um, we're talking about Seat Geek and sex. Um, if you haven't done it, you should, but also, uh, if you frame the check from seat geek, the bank will not accept it. Just some advice. It has to be in an envelope. Yeah. It has to be unframed. Frame. Yeah. Uh, cause I framed mine, uh, but then I really needed 20 bucks. So I went to cash it, and they were not interested in the frame. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. And if you get it printed on one of those like giant novelty checks, uh, the those aren't like not cool. That yeah, are. those aren't real. Uh, it turns out like those, those actually are not just, real checks. No, they're just they're they're for uh, novelty it's, it's for purposes. Show. Yes. Yeah. Well, John, would you say that there was a lot of work and hassle into trying uh, to cash that check inside a frame? Yes. Well, SeatGeek has taken all of the work and hassle out of shopping for tickets. <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that, but I like it. They are a ticket aggregator, which means they pull tickets available from other sites into one place, and you can save time and never miss a deal. You can even set alerts for upcoming games and shows that you want to be at, and SeatGeek will let you know if the prices happen to fall. And uh, they give every single ticket on there a grade in terms of how undervalued it is relative to uh, the regular ticket price or other tickets available. You're always getting the best deal, and they never slide in any fees at checkout. The price you see when you go to buy it is the price you pay when you give them your money. And uh, speaking of your money, you'll get some of it back. $20 of it, in fact, when you use the promo code REALGOOD at checkout. And how do you uh, enter that promo code? Well, you use the app... Because I think it's only on the app and maybe not so much on their website. No, it's on the website, too. Oh, okay. Yep. Well, uh, the ad copy says they want you to use the app, so that's what we'll tell them to do. (laughs) 
Uh, or okay. use the website. Either way, uh, under the settings, click add promo code. Use promo code REALGOOD. And SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase. Download the free SeatGeek app and enter promo code REALGOOD today. Uh, now, just a clarification for our listeners who are stupid. Uh, the SeatGeek button on your phone will be a blue square. Uh, it is more of a, a light blue, uh, a, a cerulean or a, or a cyan. What well, says SeatGeek? Uh, not quite as, as, uh, as soft as cyan, but it's yeah, a, it's, a, it's on more the of approach. A, yeah, it's more of a cerulean, I'd say. It's like a I'd sky say. blue. What about like yeah. a- aquamarine? Uh, no, it, no, it doesn't have any of the green hints that, okay. is, uh, that is common in an aquamarine type blue. Um, it could be, yes, a, a sky, uh, but like a bright sky, if you will, uh, a, a sunny day sky, a very blue sky uh and then uh on the uh the the little square of the app it does indeed have a picture of a seat so it's, it's like very a, good a portrait uh, style drawing yeah, yeah. Of, of a seat yep and the it says seat geek underneath too i think the curvature of the seat makes it look like it's sorry Stefan. i'm not just let me double check that. pretty, it's pretty uh, happy yeah so does like, it say seat geek underneath yeah, yes it yes does. it does yes yeah. so if you do go to the uh app uh, it it does say <laughs> underneath the blue square the words Seat Geek. And, uh, and what other you, app does that? Honestly, I know it's very professional how they've done it. <laughs> and um, if you look, actually, the seat uh, makes a smiley face. Have you guys noticed that? Like the arms I just said and the that. chair. Yeah, I said oh, it. did you? Let me okay. see. Let's yeah, see. see. So it makes like a little. It's like a happy oh. seat. And you know why yeah. it would be happy? Because your you, butt will be in it. Yeah, and you're it sitting likes, on it. Your, it likes your butt. It yeah. wants a seat. Um, so yeah, so please blue, uh, app square, uh, seat geek underneath it, picture of a seat. You cannot go wrong. Once you open the app, uh, in terms of entering the promo code, you'll go to the, uh, the me section at the bottom. And, and what the me, uh, section does have here is a, uh, a, a picture of a, of like a person. Um, and then when you go to the me section, it will say enter promo code. It says those words and then, uh, it'll say, if you have a promo code, enter it, and then that's where you'll put in real good. That's spelled R-E-A-L-G-O-O-D, and then uh, you'll be able to get your uh, your promo code once you buy the tickets. And so. uh, we've talked in the past in the program about whether or not uh, they pay attention to the fact uh, that we advertise these things, because they've never asked for any sort of proof. This week, today in fact, just 45 minutes before I came over to Stefan's to record this episode, we got an email asking for air checks for proof of performance. So I'm sure that they will be thrilled to receive, uh, I think we're now pushing a good seven minutes on this Perfect. at this point for well, the cost. it's very important. Of a 30-second advertisement. Is I it only supposed to be 30 seconds? Technically, yes. I think it's important, though, uh, to realize that uh, a lot of people are dumb and don't know how to use it. And you have to explain. I mean, we've had to do it with the iTunes reviews. It's just, it's very important. So I think it that should be really in all ads. There yeah. should be more of a functionality to the to the ad or the or a description of functionality. Like instruction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And if you're not sure what the company is, again, let me spell it out for you. S E A T G E E K Seat Geek. 
Yeah, so that's eight letters. So if you were to say paint it on your chest when you wanted to chant it at a game, or you need eight people. you could get Nucktats that say it. Oh, yeah. Use that $20 rebate to go get some SeatGeek Nucktats. Yeah, there you go. From, uh, you know, some sort of... <laughs> Tattoo artist and that's ill usually repute. where you get tattoos from. It, yes, it'd be pretty cool artist. if they like sponsored us, eh? but they'd have to be in pretty Geek? ill yeah. repute. Yeah, if they actually gave us some money. Wouldn't would that be, be cool. awesome that if they be... sponsored us? <laughs> that would be great. We're just doing this for free. Yeah, we keep holding out that maybe the check We're will come. get their attention. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there's other ways that people can help the program. Can head on over to the iTunes store if you're so inclined. Leave us a five star review, as people often do in a segment that we call. Review, review. Two very enthusiastic thumbs up. Five stars. Disappointed. This is awesome. The worst episode ever. This week's review is a lengthy one, and it comes to us from Stinky Pinky Pee Hole. Wow. Who writes? <laughs> sure. Justin Morissette is a good human. And I think we can tell why I picked this one. Huh, yeah, because it's because it talks about how you're good. Because I wrote it. Uh, oh well, it's okay. <laughs> I just want to first off. He writes. I just want to first off give Justin Morissette. How do you know it's a he? Because it does say stinky pinky poo pee hole or pee whatever hole. pee hole. Yeah. So get it could head, be get your head out of the gutter. Could be a girl. I guess so. Yeah, like you said, he... Oh, but you wrote it. Yes. Okay, yeah, sorry, gotcha. I just want to first off give Justin Morris at 10.5 stars out of 10. Even though he does often talk about being depressed, we know he has lots of friends and a beautiful cat to keep him and his BB-8 toy and hat company. <laughs> Stefan Heck, meanwhile, seems like a guy I would want to play on my rec league hockey team, despite knowing that if he got hit into the boards, he would fly into a thousand even smaller pieces than he actually is. 9.5 out of 10. John Cullen, I want to see your comedy show, but you never come to my town. That makes me angry. Despite you always saying, yes, yeah, mm-hmm, while others talk, I still enjoy your part in this fanciful little group. The best part of this podcast's history was ironically the first episode when you told the Phil Kessel story. I still tell people to this day that I legitimately believed you. Overall, this show, despite not talking enough about John's drinking problem, Hitler, how great the CFL is, Justin's search for a meaningful job, the Taffer Tracker making me the biggest Taffer fan, or Stefan's job working in a poop factory, I still enjoy this show very much and look forward to downloading it every week. Thanks, boys. Five stars all day, every day. Five stars. Great well, review. Yeah, I mean, great review. I'd love to give Justin credit for finally not getting a 9.2, but as we know, the rules of review review are very strict. If the review is more than 150 words, none of it counts. <laughs> so unfortunately, we have had to throw this review out, and Justin's score remains at a 9.2, but... You know, maybe one day someone with, uh, you know, maybe less to say and maybe a little less time on their hands will uh, will contribute. Yeah, someone who believes in brevity. Yeah, exactly. Because that's what we're all about, a real yeah. good show, yeah. believing in brevity. <laughs> As you can tell from our SeatGeek promo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Definitely what we're all about. Promo code. Real, real good. good. <laughs> now, if you'd like to enter that promo code, what you do is... 
<laughs> uh, you can also help the show by donating to our uh, Patreon and supporting it that way. We very much enjoy that. Uh, uh, sincerely, we do. Uh, it really yeah. helps uh, yeah. cover costs associated with this show. And uh, Yeah, we're buying a new soundboard. Yeah, you're going to see Woo! that uh, some, some technical uh, spending had to go into uh, making next week's episode possible. And uh, I literally would not be able to afford that without the support of our listeners. Um, I know that we are getting some money from sponsors at this point, but uh, legitimately, earnestly, honestly, listener support is making possible the great episode that we have lined up for you for next week. So, And it's also going to allow us to have guests on in the future other than next week's. Next week's guest is going to be great. About 10 episodes from now, you may regret ever donating to the podcast because we'll have had other guests on and you'll be like, well... That- in person. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah we're, this is going to... Right now, we don't have enough mic inputs to have uh, extra people on the show. So As we're Thomas Trance learned firsthand several yes, months ago. exactly. And some would argue that that made the show better. But... <laughs> <laughs> We're going to expand our microphone capabilities, and uh, it's going to be uh, just a great time next week and in the future being able to have in-studio guests so you don't have to listen to us jerk each other off for an hour and yeah. a half every week. And this week, our Patreon donor to thank is Mr. Ryan Mance, and uh, Ryan did write in to say that uh, uh, we are one of his favorite things that help him get through the workday lately, and that uh, he was happy to do his part to help us uh, keep the electricity on, as thank it were. Thank you, Ryan. So, Ryan, thank you Thank you, Ryan. Much. I noticed you looked up at my uh, kitchen light, but there's one yeah, light on. Yeah, to see one of the four... Three of four are burned out or missing. Uh, so donate. Yeah. Uh, well, they don't even work if you right. put like, a new one in. Because the, like, the squirrels. Because the squirrels yeah. in the roof. Yeah. Yeah, Do you think when Ryan makes love to his wife, she says she has a manse in her pants? Uh, I don't know. He just like rescinded his donation so fast. Wonder, okay. Well, if his, name, if his middle name is like Oliver, then his name could literally be Romance. You yeah. Think about R-O. That? Oh, yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah. There you go. I think so. my, my joke was better, I think. Well, it could be time Oliver. Will. It could be like Octopus. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it could be. I don't know why you want it all. Well, that was just or, the only or name in, I could think of. Maybe or, Othello. Orenthal. Oh, like yeah. OJ. Yeah. Like maybe his parents named him after OJ. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Well, when was he born? Was he born Yeah, before? he would have been yeah. born before the murder, yeah. I would assume. Yeah. So, yeah, if he was born after, that's pretty badass. They were, they were just really into Orenthal James Simpson. So please donate to the show, www.patreon.com slash realgoodshow, so that we can speculate if you are also named after a famed murderer. <laughs> or maybe... <laughs> hey, he was acquitted. <laughs> maybe you happen to be the Oakland child killer still on the loose. Well, he left a review on our... Uh, on the iTunes store. He did, yeah. yeah. He so did. we're assuming he's on the loose. Should we, like, tell the cops about that? <laughs> no. Because then, what if it gets taken off the store? Yeah. We'd lose a five-star review. Snitches get stitches. Oh, yeah. Okay, never yeah. mind. Uh, I hope the Oakland child killer remains free. But never strikes again. Roman. Th- well, I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't put words in my mouth. Episode 42, brought to you by Crime Stoppers. <laughs> If you have any tips or details about the Oakland County Killer, please call. Stefan, I feel like you've been a little bit quiet so far today. I had a really, really long day, and then I played soccer in like the worst weather I've ever played it in. Yeah, so let's get a quick update on... Uh, oh, we tied. On Beer Salona. We tied. 1-1. One, one. Wow, good for yeah. you. Yeah. Through the worst storm you've ever It was ridiculous. With. Well, you guys saw the rain, right? It yeah. wasn't as bad on the North Shore. Oh, okay. oh it was brutal. Yeah, it was Brooke just and I like, were driving. Yeah, no, it was one of those ones that lasts like, you know, five minutes. Yeah. John, would you say that... You remember you were driving, driving in your car. Driving so fast, don't know when I'm going to Had a feeling that I belong. Oh, yeah. 
had a feeling that I could be someone, be someone, be someone who give me one reason to stay here. And a different song. I know we're doing a Tracy Chapman medley. Oh, we're doing a medley. It's like we're on the Grammys. Give me one reason to stay here, and I'll turn right back around. My Australian buddy Josh can actually do the most ridiculous Tracy Chapman impression. Yeah, I'm gonna get him to yeah, get him to call in to call in and do it's insane. Yeah, it's no, it's so impressive. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, you guys tied today despite the weather. Well, the weather was probably like the cause of the tie. Oh. Yeah, that's a great equalizer, yeah. probably. So, yeah. it's the yeah. team MVP for the day was the torrential downpour. Well, God, I wouldn't call it like the MVP. No, like, it wasn't like valuable at all. Thor. I was wearing sweatpants, and they weighed like three hundred pounds at the end of the game. Wow, so like triple U. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> that's insane. Wow, but it was like cold out. That's why I was wearing the sweatpants. Yeah, are you are you finding the process of being on the podcast right now rejuvenating to your spirits? It's helping a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I've been. I've, the there's, there's been some laughs. You know. Yeah, some <laughs> some Already. laughs. Yeah, yeah some Already. laughs. We're gonna um, get into even more. Yeah. Promo code real good. We're still in the. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think so. Yeah. Just uh, go to the it settings never, tab. <laughs> it never ended. No, it just keeps going. It just well, because you have going. to edit that. Uh, you mentioned that, right? We, that you have to edit the... Uh, yeah, they want an air check that yeah. includes the 30 seconds that preceded and followed the, the sponsor. So spot. we're going to have to send them the whole episode. So yeah, yeah I'm going to have to send them like a seven minute, if not 10 or 15 chunk. No, I'm literally episode. just going to keep talking about SeatGeek like every five minutes. <laughs> so you actually do have to send the entire episode. Yeah, that'd be great. And I'll I talk about it right at the end too. So there's no like the 30 seconds after it will just be like dead air. And they'll be like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, like, no, make, it's the end. Make yeah. them yeah. listen to like an hour of every single episode. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, no, we just decided. They'll definitely renew their uh, sponsorship yeah they'll love it yeah. no, why wouldn't they I yeah. mean they might not because last week I believe that was you talked about Jesus fucking the holes in his hands which we did have during, his ad, during the ad yeah and several writers or several listeners several writers wrote <laughs> in several writers listened in and then wrote that uh, they were very upset that we did not have the presence of mind to refer to that as stigmasturbation I mean that's a good one but yeah. I to be fair I just said he did it by accident I was like do you think he did it by accident yeah. Well, I don't know if you said accident. Uh, you said, do you accident? think he ever, and then you made a motion like Yeah, he, I made like one motion. Though. Well, but it was, you know, I mean, it was implied that there would be several motions. I mean, you don't just put your penis in and then sit there. Okay, well, maybe not you, but... Yeah, it's like when you do like bad the jerk-off motion, and, and it's just like two shakes of your hand, and that's it. Like... It's actually a lot more shakes. Hey, well, okay. The two shakes is Easy. less or more shakes more dismissive. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine if you actually like, did your like whole <laughs> your whole process? Like you yeah. just go up to someone, you watch porn for seven minutes, and then you start doing the, the motion for seven super minutes. long. Well, I don't know, however uh, long it takes. I'm really excited for us to send this part into the yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, well, it's important to know. I feel like it's more, but would they stay the whole time? Well, you know, the important thing with with porn, this is a little uh, Stefan life hack for you guys. The important thing with porn. With porn, uh, if you're on like a streaming website or whatever, it's like, oh, maybe you're you're seeing this video is rated 100%. Don't go to that one. That just means like four people have rated it 100%. Go to one that's rated like 97% because that means like way more people rated it. And like, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying here? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely look at videos based on ratings. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Well, if you do it by views, you're gonna get a bunch of weird like German shit. So, I don't. Uh, every, okay, I don't someone, I someone, back me up on this. Someone will. I, I can't. Chris, but. Chris. 
Back me up on this. I don't like that your roommate is going to get involved in this. What kind of weird porn? Wait, this is a live listener. In what the kind room of right masturbation now? thing do no, you I'm do? No, I'm not. I'm just saying. Do you? Okay. I'll, this I'll, is Stefan's roommate uh, and occasional intern, Chris Adam. Okay, go ahead. So, okay, do you would you uh, on like Pornhub? Do you sort it by rating? Like, if you had to, would you sort it by rating or uh, by views? To Talk directly into this mic. Uh, I don't know. No, I kind no, of no, like it right into it. I just would kind of roll uh, roll down, I guess, and go by the what the video clip looks like. I guess I don't know. Well, okay, I guess that's one way. You're gonna hover yeah. over it to see like what the still frames are. Well, no, you just want to see kind of what you're into, and like I mean, if it, there's keywords that like you know are like yes or no. You know, like, I mean, like, like teens, usually like a yes word, like <laughs> stepsister is like a no, like, I don't, you know, even if they're probably not related, you don't really want to see that, you know, have that implication. <laughs> <laughs> Promo code real good. Is this still on the ad? Oh, another good one, though. Is this, if you go through porn stars, I find that's pretty good. You know, because like there's like porn stars by. you like, so you look through, you're like, oh, shit, I haven't seen anything by her in a while, so... Like, or like that's a throwback, like to Lisa <laughs> Ann. <laughs> like Lisa Ann throwback, awesome. <laughs> or, or like my favorite is when you go to like their profile page and it gives them like a star meter ranking, like yeah, it's yeah. fucking IMDb or whatever. But it's hard to trust, like some you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of too mainstream, like the the main shit. I don't know. <laughs> All right, this has been Talk to Stefan's Roommate. <laughs> About porn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lots of good advice in there. I was hoping I could be like your Yeah, no, you've definitely proven to be <laughs> an expert. Oh, oh wow! Okay, man. we haven't talked about sports yet. No, we have not at all. And That's I don't okay. Even know if this episode is going to be out in time for uh, us to bother talking about this on the air. But uh, we did just launch an official NHL playoff bracket for Real Good Show, uh, and you can head on over to our Twitter account or, or find it on Stefan's Twitter account. Yep. That's probably the better place to find it if you are, uh, you know, one of the seventy thousand. No, you should go to, go to the Real Good Show because I want more followers on the yes. on the Real Good Show Twitter. Account. Yes. Yeah, follow it up at Real Good Show. Well, why would they be listening to this if they didn't follow the show account already? They, maybe they just don't want to. Maybe they just randomly clicked the link after Stefan tweeted it. Yeah, but maybe. like, chances are uh, you won't be able to sign up for the bracket if you're listening to this. Yeah, so. probably. But we can talk about the playoffs, and yeah. uh, we sort of decided uh, that each one of us is going to adopt a team for this playoff run. And, well, we uh, kind of had like a, a team that the show was going to adopt. Yeah. And then John bailed on that team. I didn't bail. I just thought it might be fun if each of us had a team, so then we could mock the other one when their team inevitably loses. Okay, I like, like that. Like alcohol, John said, no, no, none for me. Yeah. We will have an official show team, though, I think. I, I, are any of us, none of us are picking that team, are we? Oh, are we not? Well, I think we should still have the official show team. Okay. Okay. And we can just pick three other teams. Okay, sure. Okay, yeah. Like I said uh, to alcohol, no, not for me, and my team is better than yours. <laughs> and what is your team? That's uh, the orange juice of the NHL. Yeah, exactly. Better known as the San Jose Sharks. Uh, they're gonna be. They're my second favorite team in general. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna beat the Kings. I think that's gonna be a hell of a series. I think they have a chance. Uh, and then if they do beat the Kings, I think they would have a chance to win the West. But 
Uh, their goaltending is a little bit of a question mark. Uh, and yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. But they're my they're my second favorite team. Uh, their colors are dope. Their logos dope. Their stadiums dope. I've been down to a few games there with my dad. Uh, we've had a great time. Great city. So yeah, I'm back in San Jose, boys. So uh, we'll see how it goes. Stefan, who you got? I'm going with Nashville. Nice. Oh. Yeah. Dangerous in choice. honor of uh, well, just because I like them. I yeah, they're going to lose. lose in the first round. Yeah. But, uh, in honor of uh, friends of the show Jesse and Mike. Yeah. Very funny guys. Uh, Nashville seems like a fun place to go. Uh, yes. The reason they they named their team the Predators uh, and have like the saber tooth tigers the logo is because when they were uh, digging up the arena or, or or constructing the arena, they found a saber tooth tiger skeleton. Oh, really? Yeah. How do I not know that? Yeah. That's not real. No. I, okay. Check Snopes. Nashville. That is not real. Snopes. Snopes.com slash Nashville It's real. Predators. Here that we go. That sounds like another one of your jokes. Wikipedia, which no one else can edit. Okay, here. We'll just go to Nashville.about.com. Anyway, it's, it's right here. Okay. Read it out loud. Okay, I'm about to. Uh, the logo. Okay, yeah. On September 25th, 1997, Leipold and team president Jack Diller held a press conference where they unveiled the franchise's new logo, a saber-toothed cat, Smilodon Floridanus. The logo was a reference to a partial Smilodon skeleton found beneath down... Oh, okay. Well, I guess that's sort of... Yeah, it was Oh, it's not the before. arena. Okay. But still. Yeah, okay. Okay. You were I was still half mo- right. You were mostly right. I was half right. Yeah. There was a skeleton. I, I thought it was during that. the arena, but uh, yeah. Okay. It's good well, enough. I'm on the Nashville bandwagon, yeah. even though they're, in honor they'll of probably lose in the first round. At I thought they were Hammer named after Jared from Subway. Or Mike Ribeiro. Uh, <laughs> oh, he's on the Netflix. The, the yeah, prophecy that's... foretold that he would someday come to play here. Uh, well, yeah, I it's like how Miroslav Shatan never played for the Devils. Yeah. But Rivera's playing for the Predators. It's so. like and my... Uh, on there and worn 66, man. Yeah, it's like my, uh, from the, the real good shitbags, the uh, actual Predators line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, in honor of our friends <coughs> at Bronze Hammer and at uh, Dog Boner. Yes. Do you think when they go out together, they call themselves... Bronze boner or dog hammer? I think they just go like Jesse and Mike. Yeah, probably. Dog hammer sounds like a Norwegian metal band, but it'd be like D-A-G, like dog hammer. And bronze boner sounds like the award that you give to like the best porn star every year, basically. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> well, the third best. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The bony goes to. I, I have heard rumors that Jesse and Mike may be launching their own uh, podcast of, really? of some kind, which interesting. I, I think will be very interesting. That'll be great. So, really? yeah. We can guest on that one. Or, yeah, maybe we could. Doing uh, weird characters and being <laughs> fat. Come on, man. I don't know. Dude, I don't know what to say. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why I'm in on this. But it just keeps going. Anyway, my team is Nashville. I feel like Jesse would be disappointed if he listened to the show and we were nice to him. Yeah, probably. Yeah. So Jesse's a very funny guy. He's a very talented writer, and I think super uh, funny. Yeah. You should hire him. Yeah, if, I, I had a very can. nice chat with him today. Yeah. So I strongly endorse the team that he lives in. He lives in the team. Wow. <laughs> You're doing great. So much Who, for that friendship. <laughs> well, I like that Justin Morris said until he said I lived inside a hockey team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, it seems like an obvious choice. It's not a risky pick like Stefan's, uh, who I don't think are going to make it out of the first round. No offense. But uh, I got my team going all the way. 
in the current bracket challenge we have going on. So why not make it official and pick the team that's coached by the former coach of the Nashville Predators? That would, of course, be the Washington Capitals. Because You fucking wuss. <laughs> why? Oh, it's too oh, I'll easy? just take the number one seed as my too, team. Well, no, I just want to see Ovechkin... I'll win. just take the President's Trophy winner. See, you're making me out to be a goober, but I'm picking that to spite the goobers who are like, Ovechkin fucking sucks. <laughs> yes. He's terrible. He doesn't play defense, and his team's never going to go anywhere. They can't get past the Rangers because he's sucks. You forgot about the part about how he's from Russia. That's why he's he's, a bad leader. He's too enigmatic. I just can't get a read on him. That's my favorite uh, term. That, like, yeah. hockey writers Enigmatic use. Russian. Yeah. yeah. Pundits. Like, you, I don't know if you probably don't see this because you're just not friends with, like, fucking goobers that you went to high school with on Facebook, but every single time the Washington Capitals get eliminated from the playoffs, every single year, it's like fucking clockwork. Some goober on my Facebook feel, fe- feed is like, <laughs> fuck you, Ovechkin, you suck. It's just like I agree. He's like well, now I kind of want to see them lose just because uh, you're you're gonna go on a huge <laughs> rant. This is a rant before they've lost. Yeah, this is a pre-rant. He's the, like a generational talent, and if you can't respect him or admit that he's fun to watch, then like. Like, okay, look, Don Cherry has the built-in excuse of being a miserable old bastard. But if you're, like, 24 and you have Don Cherry's opinions, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's a really good point, How dare you support the troops, you (laughs) son of a fucking bitch. (laughs) You're totally for child death, aren't you? That's exactly what you're for, and I know it and I hate it. You know what I mean, though. I know. Yeah. Yeah. They buy their clothes at the curtain store. (laughs) That's so dope that he actually does. He actually that. does. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. Or if you like haven't seen Annie's fabric, or I, fabric yeah, I think it was like the, the Rick Mercer report. Yeah, uh, he uh, Rick Mercer goes to like yeah, buy a and, suit. Yeah. And get, gets a custom suit made, and he just yeah. goes to like fabric warehouse. Yeah, he's buying like couch upholstery. Yeah, yeah, legit. and he makes the suit out of that. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. so dope. Yeah, yeah, he'll always uh, have a special place in my heart for that. But he's an idiot. So now, uh, okay, we've all got our teams, Washington, Nashville, San Jose, going to be a good, uh, good playoff I just, run. I just want to see Ovechkin win. I would it love would to nice. as well. I like, I like Ovechkin he's, a lot. He's too good not to win one in his career. You know? I agree. And well, he's too funny. And I will, I will know. He's been on too many good teams. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, but okay. He really has been. Like, Washington's had good enough teams to win several times since he's been on the team. Yeah. And like, you know, the I feel like the comparison between him and Crosby is way less heated than it was like even 5 years ago, never mind like 7. But like fucking Crosby has had, you know, until recently where, you know, cap management and asset management has kind of left the Penguins in a strapped position to be able to uh surround Crosby with talent. When he came into the league, it was like Crosby and Lemieux and like a bunch of like old talented veterans. He was not uh, you know doing it all by himself and pretty much right from the start for the first five years of his career Ovechkin was like carrying those Washington teams basically on his own. Yeah. Uh, like so- some support from obviously well, Backstrom Well I mean and come on. Chris like... Clark was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> 
Steve Connawalchuk really <laughs> was a veteran leader. Is this the first time Chris Clark's ever been mentioned on a podcast? Probably. Very possible. He like, was the captain of those teams, was he not? Uh, I'm God. not sure. I think he was. When Ovechkin was first on the team. I'm going to look it up. This but is I think the second was. all-time mention of Steve Connawalchuk on this podcast. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that the, the, the Washington Capitals is my personal pick, but I think it's no surprise to anybody following along at home that the show pick, the official RGS team of the NHL playoffs would be none other than the Florida Panthers. Who else would it be? Yeah. Like, yeah. You got Luongo, you got Willie Mitchell, you got Jagger, you got Barkov. You've got Dale Talon running yeah. the show down there. You've got... Ekblad. Uh, you've got, uh, of course, former Vancouver hockey bloggers... Uh, Money Puck, and I believe it's Josh Weisbach mm-hmm. also, mm-hmm. who are uh, signings of that team yep. and, uh, and pushing them in a more analytical direction. Uh, it's funny, of course, that all of these bloggers from Vancouver, uh, Canucks fans, seem to get hired by other teams. Well, the Canucks themselves just sink further and further and further into outdated, outmoded logic. But uh, They hired the guy who writes uh, for Van City Buzz. Actually, no. <laughs> but doesn't that sound like believable? I don't know. Ryan Beach is the good guy. I no, it's not. I'm thinking of no. I'm, I'm just you know making like a BuzzFeed ish. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not saying specifically Ryan Beach because he's great. Yeah. But I mean, just like one of those like, you know, summary websites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you're correct. You know, you know what I'm coming at here. Yes. That wasn't like a per- yeah. Uh, but Ryan also, you know, Luongo, go go go, Roberto. Yeah, and Willie Mitchell. I just who is want the captain. Yeah, it was great to see Roberto have like some of the greatest successes of his career this year while the Canucks are just like circling the drain of the toilet bowl. Uh, there's a lot of drains that they could be circling. Bathtub, sink. No, no. It's definitely the <laughs> toilet bowl. Um, it's not so, a Kohler toilet either. Yeah. And speaking no. of speaking of the NHL, uh, do we want to do a little uh, retrospective look back on the seasons that no. were for our respective teams? I've, uh, yeah, I'll pass. Like, realistically. I mean, good season. Looking forward to the draft and next season, but... Uh, the tank was successful for both our teams. Yeah, but... Like, you guys, on paper right now. You guys weren't even trying to tank. No, no, that's the funny part. Yeah. 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 And I feel like there's a lot of disingenuous arguments going on right now about how, like oh, this market is so fickle and, like, people wanted the tank, but what, are they just, like, not losing good enough for you? It's like, no, they never tried to lose. This is them trying to win. Yeah, there's an express difference between the Maple Leafs who never got a good goalie, shipped out their only above-average goalie, played Garrett Sparks, who clearly wasn't ready for the NHL, down the stretch, played Nick Spalling in significant minutes before they traded him. Uh, like, that's how you tank. The yeah, Leafs they, they were, basically admitted to it. Yeah, they were yeah. clearly tanking. The Canucks, uh, that was not happening. And Jason Botchford talked about it, I think, on, like, TSN Radio today, uh, about how, like, Linden was upset at the way the media like has celebrated the Maple Leafs this year despite them being like objectively awful while people including like fans in this market just are roasting the Canucks left and right and it's exactly that like everybody knew what the Leafs were right from the get-go including the Leafs and they never lied about it like they were just straight up like 
this is uh you know we're 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 salting the earth on this current makeup of the team and it will be what it will be but stick with us because you've seen what happens when we don't do it this way basically yeah uh they were honest and either this Canucks franchise uh was honest and are just the stupidest people in the game of hockey it's right now or the they lied about every single thing that they did all season long and neither of those are very good options so really take your pick it's the first one yeah. they're really stupid yeah. yeah 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 i don't i don't want to dwell on the season at all i'm just looking forward to the lottery and it's going to crush my dreams uh but at least they're guaranteed a top six pick yeah uh, I mean, when they had the six overall pick last time they didn't fuck it up or anything yeah no, definitely not. They no. picked exactly. They, they, who they, pick, they picked William Nylander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, he's very good. And yeah, people are like, "Well, if you want the pick, why are you so mad about them losing?" It's because they're dumb. It's because they have made horrible, like objectively terrible decisions all year long. And like anybody who's been listening to this show from the beginning, or even just for the last like four months, knows that we. We're never like sold on what they were selling. Even you go back to the very beginning of this show, it's been really sour and really negative on the Canucks right from the start. We knew what they were going to be, and uh, they didn't. Well, I think much. for the Canucks, the issue is that if Mike Gillis had stayed as the general manager of the team, they would probably be in the playoffs and would have one of Corey Schneider or Roberto Luongo right now, probably Schneider they would still most likely be a good team. Like they actively downgraded their management and have been worse ever since. They steered themselves into the ditch to make things actively worse while saying they were getting better. Yeah, exactly. I mean, with the Leafs, they legitimately had a a terrible GM who had a bad track record in Vancouver and Toronto. They had one of the worst coaches in the league. So everything was an improvement for the Leafs. The whole front office makeover was an improvement. So people go, okay, we have a new front office. It's going to take time to get better. Yeah, the Canucks now are where the Leafs were like two years ago. Yeah, exactly. So, And I think we talked about this with uh, Phil Partridge when we were in the Kohler box mm-hmm. uh, on that magical night. Uh, the fact that like they probably feel like they can't be honest about what the team is because that will like repel... Companies like Kohler from re-upping their corporate suite for the season, and that's the money that is like the lifeblood of uh, Francesco's wallet, essentially. Um, and like, well, I think his properties probably. Well, yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> and they are just like torn between admitting to being bad and potentially scaring away corporate money, or not like lying and insulting the intelligence of their fans and scaring away people who want truth and can sense when they're being fed bullshit. Like the three of us, for example. Uh, And yeah, I've heard it referred to as a credibility gap or uh, an integrity deficit. Uh, But yeah, there's just... You can't trust anything. I I call it uh, a dipshit hole. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we'll see, you know, what happens... With the draft lottery, that's at least the one thing that we have to look forward to. Yeah, and uh, I believe we are going to do an episode that day where we record our reactions to the lottery. Yeah. It's going to be really When is it again? April 30th. It's a, it's a Saturday. I too. won't be here. No? I will, will you, be in Halifax. You can phone in. But I will phone in yeah. for the what draft What time lottery. is the draft lottery? I think it's like four in the afternoon. That's okay. usually what it is because it's like seven on the East Coast. Okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. I can phone in. Yeah. yeah. We'll make it happen. We'll do a live reaction to... Uh, how the balls shake down in the end when they come out of the lotto mixer. Yeah, absolutely. I've had lots of practice reacting to balls. Shaking down. You know it. All right. 
Should, well, we, should we do our new segment? Yeah, let's do our new segment. To, yeah. Let's bounce out of this. We haven't done a new segment on the show in a while. And, uh, well, I think there's two reasons we're doing this segment. I'll say one and someone else can say the other. I mean, I think obviously we have a lot of American listeners and uh, they seem genuinely curious about Canadian culture uh, specifically. And so we thought, what better, you know, we're in a position to bring our wonderful Canadian culture to the American people Let's do that in a way that that is that is good, and uh, so yeah. So I think that's really mostly why we're doing it, right? Uh, yeah. Well, also there's we're a second reason: hoping to get some like federal grant money by like pushing the culture of Canada to international markets and making Americans and uh, English people and you know who Finnish people even who listen to this podcast not just. Uh, uh, you know, more learned in the sport of hockey, but fans of the country of Canada who might someday come here to spend tourism dollars. Right. I, I mean, I, I really think it is more about a cultural thing. Like, just shit. Like, it's not about the money, right, for us? Or? Uh, kind I mean, of is about yeah, the money. If this uh, Trudeau government is going to be tossing around all kinds of funding to the CBC, maybe we could score some of that and if not from the cbc then certainly a grant for being uh super canadian canadian ambassadors to the world i will say like what's more canadian than three idiots complaining about their hockey teams yeah yeah very true that is true and it's a clip uh, a segment rather that we call loonies toonies and clipperoonies Woo! (laughs) so this is uh like a version of clip of the week but it will feature uh some type of canadian content and in this case this is from a uh uh, CBC radio outlet in Saskatchewan, which, uh, for those of you who don't know, is a, uh, a prairie province, a, a cold province. Uh, and he was upset with the weather lady uh, referring to a minus one, which would be like a 33 degree Fahrenheit temperature as a uh, nice day. He took Something exception to that. Something to look forward to. Yes, indeed. And so he felt he would call in to the CBC radio's uh, this particular weather lady's voicemail, and he left this clip that you're about to hear. And this is actually a perfect segue into this clip because uh, it's someone who's mad about feeling like they've been lied to, and we wouldn't know anything about that. <laughs> Sheila, please, please, please don't tell us how nice it's going to be this weekend because it's going to go up to minus one, okay? Please, because it's not going to be nice. Because the frickin' wind is just gonna howl, okay? Every time it warms up, the hot air rises and the wind just howls. So it ain't gonna be nice. And being a person that lives rurally, I can tell you that when it's 30 below, okay, Celsius, you can take your mitts off for half an hour and do things outside, okay? When there's no wind blowing at 30 below. But when it is zero or minus five even, Okay, you take your mitts off and your hands freeze instantly. So I can tell you, okay, this weekend is going to be the physical shits, okay, because the wind's going to be howling, and then it's going to be only minus one, so then it's going to melt and have a bunch of hog slop, so knock off how nice it's going to be. Please, okay, it's just sickening, okay? This province is the asshole of the world, and it'll suck the life out of you, okay? It'll suck the will to live out of you, okay? Because it's just a piece of crap with wind howling every day. And you're not hiking or biking or skiing or you're not doing anything. Okay? It's the a-hole of the world. And we pay to live here. We pay to live here. Super high taxes. So, please, 
knock off the knife, okay? I, got, I get the funny feeling that you guys are just saying that so that people won't just end it, okay? Because then, of course, they wouldn't be able to pay their taxes to these lectures, right? You know, people go hang themselves in their goddamn closet, okay? Because this fucking place is a piece of shit, okay? So please, please, please knock off the how nice it's going to be because it ain't because the wind's going to be howling, okay? Thank you. Bye. <laughs> He's so polite at the end. Yeah, such a Canadian way to wrap it up. Just th- thank you for listening to me talk about how we would all commit suicide if you didn't describe minus one as nice. Yeah, well, we were just talking about why the Canucks feel like they have to lie, and sometimes weather people are stuck in that bind. <laughs> but I will say, having lived somewhere where it snowed for eight months of the year, yes, uh, right. minus one is like positively balmy. It, yeah, it's t-shirt weather. It's Absolutely. the wind, though, that he's talking. Yeah, about. I guess because so. they're, they're you know she's going to see like minus one, and there's no wind chill factored in there, probably right. Yeah. So with the wind chill, obviously, it's it's it might still be like minus fifteen. Yeah, yeah. I always remember because I had to do the uh, the weather report on the radio, and I was also the TV weatherman up there. Uh, they put you on TV. Yeah, I know, right? Wow. I talked about sports and weather on the news three times a week. It was nice. But, uh, yeah, I'd go on there and uh, give the weather update. And there was something in the forecast that I'd never seen before. And uh, it was like ice shards right, in the okay. forecast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, I... Freezing rain? I No, not even. Like, I remember reading it uh, on, like, a weather report that there were ice shards expected later in the evening or whatever. And I was like, oh, I wonder what the fuck that is. <laughs> and then, like, you know, we'd go off on a hockey road trip that night and I come back at, like, 3 a.m. I'm walking through the parking lot of the arena back to my car and I breathe in the air and then you can feel yourself, like, getting stabbed in your lungs <laughs> yeah, yeah. by the air freezing as it goes into Holy you. Holy shit. Yeah, I've had that before. So that, I think that's what ice shards Growing is. up in Ontario, yeah, that's that's a common... Yeah. That's yeah. brutal. Yeah. It actually feels kind of good. feels like you're cleaning out your insides. I wasn't... Nice. Like, on the, maybe the fifth time you breathe in. The first couple are... Oh, uh, yeah, it's pretty... A little bit Well, painful. that was uh, when, Bro- when Brooke was living in Winnipeg last year, uh, training with the national volleyball team. The first time I went to visit... Uh, it was minus forty the day I got there, and I I took I we stepped outside of the airport, and I took one breath of the air, and I started coughing because I have like supple Vancouver lungs now, and my body can't handle. You guys it. should just start smoking. I yeah, exactly. You might as well. Just You're train already, your lungs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> did you have any? Did you have like a dope like weatherman nickname? Were you like Justin the Cloudman Morissette? No, oh, I I was just. Uh, I, I obviously was, um, I think I've talked about this on the show before, before I moved up north, I was interning uh, on a podcast network and for an NPR culture program down in Los Angeles. Right. So I spent five months living in LA before I moved up to Chetwind, and I'm pretty sure I'm the only person in the world who has ever made that move in the history of Earth. Yeah, that's probably true, actually, yeah. Hollywood, California to Chetwind, British Columbia. Yeah, I would uh, say that's right. So everybody knew me around town when I arrived, but like not my name. Um, they, so they, they just, just called, called me, you Fancy Boy? No, they just called me Hollywood. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I turned that into an alliterative nickname, because obviously every radio nickname has to be alliterative. Yes, of and course. And you can tell just by looking at me that this nickname is completely accurate. 
I was uh, the Hollywood heartthrob Justin Morissette with you on the Drive Home Show. We're with you right till 6 o'clock. And ladies and gentlemen, don't go anywhere because the all request hour is coming up. Before you know it, where you get to call the shots in the meantime, I'm the shot caller and you're going to like the tunes I have coming your way. So do not touch that dial. You're listening to the Peace Regents. Best music mix. 1041 in Dawson Creek and 94.5 in Chetwood. It's Peace FM. Did anyone touch the dial? Uh, Probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. To turn was it up. The, was the Hollywood heartthrob like a reference to your elevated heart rate? Uh, maybe. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Just from having to talk like that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out of breath. Uh, they call me the Hollywood heartthrob because it is going 100 beats a minute right now. Yeah, but then uh, everybody around the hockey team called me like heartthrob or throbber. Throbber? Yeah, yeah, well, that has a different connotation altogether. Yeah, subthrobber uh, or holly. I got holly a lot, too. Okay. You know, those hockey guys are looking to abbreviate fucking literally everything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was heartthrob. Then I was throbber. Then I was throbby. Then I was... Th- then I was, then was double T. H. Then yeah. I was... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> hey, what's going on? What's going on? I'd love my nickname to just be the ex- expulsion of breath. I'm surprised you'd, you'd be Cully, f- though, right? Yeah, Cully. Uh, well, I, or just Cullen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Always growing growing up. Yeah. Because when you have a two syllable last name, it makes it pretty easy. Yeah. Yeah. Cullen, Cully. Yeah. Yeah. Cullen more often than Cully or JC, but yeah. Cull- Cullen. It's usually. usually like every guy's last name, which is with an E on yeah. the end of it. Yeah. You'd yeah. be Maury. Yeah. Or yeah. It's like Musy, Rosie, fucking all the yeah, all yeah. the nicknames were super yeah. easy. And you'd be Hexy. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Morrissey's pretty good, though. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Hexy, good throw singer. me. Toss me the sauce me the puck, Hexy. Let's I'm go. surprised we've done 41 episodes and I've never really talked about this before. Yeah, I don't know. It just kind of fit in our Canadian content as well. We I, do have another clip though, too. Yeah, right? we do. Our actual clip of the week this week from the world of sports comes to us from where else but Major League Baseball. Oh, and it's I th- so nice to have it back. Yeah, just for the clips of the week, really. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because you would think that most of the clips of the week would come from the world of baseball because it as a sport, more than any other, is all about filling time for like four hours. Yep. And sometimes you say some wacky stuff. Completely unrelated to the game. Sometimes, however, your mind just goes elsewhere while you are actually calling the action. And that is what happened this week. Our clip of the week comes to us from the San Francisco Giants radio broadcast. John Miller was calling a, uh, a grand slam, and he wasn't quite sure who was at the plate. Now the 1-0 pitch. Swing and there's a high drive deep into left center field. It's on its way. Adios, Pelota! A grand slam for Buster Posey's good friend, Hunter Pence. <laughs> well, the six Giants, they have broken it open here in the eighth inning. <laughs> <laughs> Which, what a recovery. Unbelievable, yeah. Are like, we sure that wasn't on purpose? I'm, we're pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, because there is like a slight pause, but there. not nearly as long as no. you would think. No, he recovered real he fast. He throws an S on there to make it possessive, like almost immediately. Yeah, there's just enough of a perceptible pause where you're like, okay, that was not on purpose. Also, how good is that guy's voice? That oh. sounds like the prototypical American baseball announcer. Yeah, that seems like the voice that calls like every game you've ever yeah. heard in your life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so good. And even better than that clip or or 
just as good as that clip, we'll say, because that's a pretty great clip. Yes. That's clip of the year contender material right there. Uh, was Hunter Pence playing along with uh, the humor involved there. The very next day after that game, uh, Hunter Pence took to Twitter to change his bio from uh, whatever it happened to be before, probably the fact uh, that he's an MLB player and a pretty good one at that, to... I'm Buster Posey's good friend, Hunter Pence. (laughs) (laughs) Much respect to Pence and the Pence family. And uh, just before we get into the mailbag, uh, I guess we uh, should talk about uh, another new segment on the show. It is the... uh Orion Junk Removal of the Week. It sure is, and before we get to uh, the junk being removed, we'll let you know that Orion Junk Removal, we forgot to mention this on the show last week, it's really only in Vancouver. (laughs) We made it sound like last week you could probably go on this website and order your junk removed from anywhere in the world, or at least anywhere in Canada, and that is not the case. Some Finnish guy being like, where's my junk is still here. It is a Vancouver business. I tried to call Orion Junk. (laughs) I thought we would make a point of stressing that right off the hop here today. Yes, it's a Vancouver-based company, but we know we have lots of great listeners in Vancouver. Yes, uh, so head on and over lots to... lots of them are junky. I mean, have ju- I mean, are junkies. I mean, have junk. <laughs> head on over to www.orionjunk.ca. You will find all contact info, phone, email, snail mail, uh, carrier pigeon, however you want to get in touch with them. It's all on the website. And Orion offers complete junk removal services that include drywall disposal, recycling, green waste, household garbage, contractor, and renovation debris. They do it all. Yes, and uh, I think it's important uh, to that you know everyone in their life has junk they'd like removed, and uh, in some cases that is a, a literal human being. Yeah, uh, and we can talk about that now, but before we do that... Oh, we got to talk about their... Yeah, they we, have uh, a promo code, too. And, yes. they, and they have very competitive rates as well. Oh, yeah, compared that's right. To, especially compared to 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Yeah. Uh, 1-800-FUCK-YOU, more yeah. like. Yeah. Wow, GOT-JUNK charges you at least more than $200 to fill a smaller truck, and uh, Orion Junk will move way more of your junk and uh, for a smaller rate. Yeah. So it only makes sense for them to uh, be your first choice. Well, they charge $650 to fill a smaller truck. That's, that's $200 more. Is yes. that what you were saying there? Yes. yes. Okay, I thought you were saying they only charge $200. At, no. least, like, that's at a really least good $200 rate. more. I didn't hear the more. Yeah, yeah. Ah, yeah that's 1-800-GOT-FUCK-YOU. <laughs> and of course, Real Good Show listeners get 10% off of your total quote uh, until the end of June if you email in with your junk removal request and tell them that Real Good Show happened to send you their way. So uh, please do that. And this week, the junk that we're having removed from the world of sports is none other than Kobe Bryant. Yeah, get the fuck out. <laughs> get the fuck out of the sports world, you fucking rapist I'm, piece of shit. I. We'll say this about Kobe. I'll miss the, the only thing I like about him is like throwing something at the trash can and being like, "Kobe," because it just works so well. You know what I mean? You can, right. Kobe, you but throw it in yeah. when, you, when you get but it. Now in. you could just say Curry. Well, I, ah, that works too, I guess. Actually, yeah, or just it's Steph, like a, even. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, you need the you need the two syllables. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Steph. Uh, yeah. Curry. Yeah, did, did you have, have any garbage? that I, I will say, though, one of my favorite things about... Uh, I do a lot of basketball announcing during the high school and college basketball season locally yes. here. And uh, one of the greatest things that I saw happen multiple times, uh, particularly as we got into the playoffs, was uh, fans chanting at the opposition team when one of their players tried to shoot from anywhere and just missed horribly. You're not Curry! Nice. <laughs> You're not Curry! <laughs> 
Great chant. Great chant. That Love that. That was a that. great chant, yeah. Uh, but I think we've made this joke on the show before. The best thing about this season was that when you go to throw your junk in the garbage and say Kobe and miss, Kobe actually took those shots this year. That's true. So it's more realistic. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, I guess if you miss the garbage can, yeah. Then you it's can say Kobe. Kobe and now then it's you can fine. still say that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, just the farewell tour that's been going on for like a good – Feels like six months. Well, now. was it like Mariano Rivera's where they gave him like gifts and stuff? That was Derek yes. Jeter. Oh, was no oh, Rivera got it too. I think a little bit, but not as More much Jeter? as Jeter. Yeah. I yeah. Think, yeah, and we've talked about how Jeter probably has like shipping containers just full of like the junk garbage yeah. gifts that, yeah, he that he's here's gives a guitar, Gibson guitar. Yeah, yeah, he's giving them out to girls. He's with bedded. your face on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for playing the an- Angels all these years. Here's a surfboard. Uh, and, and the fun, yeah, Kobe had come out and said in previous years, like, I'm just going to retire. I'm not going to make a big deal out of it. You're not going to see it coming because I don't want to make the season about me. <laughs> and the whole, kind of did. The whole season has. Well, just he revealed been like, his retirement in a fucking poem. Yeah. It's just been, like, front to back this entire Lakers season, which I guess, like, you need something to feel good about the Lakers this year if you happen to be a fan. Uh, And, you know, I feel like all of the people who said that they were Lakers fans at some point uh, are no longer. That's not the hot bandwagon to be on anymore. No, definitely not. You don't see kids walking around the high school, John, I don't think, wearing uh, the purple and gold anymore. No, absolutely not. No, no one gives a shit. (laughs) Do they wear Warriors jerseys? Uh, yeah, there's a definite like warriors sentiment. I I think it's more, uh, the NBA has always been about, I think, uh, like specific players, not even teams necessarily. So I feel like, uh, Steph is slowly turning into a hotter commodity, but it's still, I'd say LeBron is still the predominant, like if a kid's going to wear a Jersey to school, that's not the Raptors. There are a a lot of kids are into the Raptors for sure. You see a lot of DeRozan jerseys, especially. Um, but, uh, but yeah, like definitely LeBron Cavs jerseys, or there are still, uh, kids who are fans of the heat just from like when the heat were the popular team or whatever. So you'll still see like LeBron or Dwayne Wade heat jerseys. Uh, but certainly the Lakers are like way, way down. You'll see the odd Kobe Jersey for sure. I mean, that still is a thing that yeah. exists, but, uh, that's cause kids aren't smart enough to know, uh, who's really a villain and who's a hero. And Kobe is make no mistake about it. A villain. This has been John Cullen's high school basketball Jersey report. Thank you. <laughs> And it was it was like another segment too. Wasn't yeah. It? What was the segment? Yeah, called? we uh, the Orion the Junk, junk there. Removal junk of the Removal week. of the it Week. Was that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good farewell, segment. Kobe. Yeah. And Which, I mean, in future weeks, I would imagine this will be a pretty tenuous removal. Like it'll be like, oh, we would like this removed. If we wanted this removed, we would call Orion Junk. It'll but be in this case, teams we hate getting knocked out of the playoffs. Yeah. Or perhaps uh, some front office or coaching firing. Yeah, that's that true. Yeah, yeah, season. that's that's fair. So there's a lot of junk to be removed. Yep, in that's the next true. Yeah, weeks. but this is nice that we we are actually he will be removed yeah. from the NBA. The junkiest of the junks. Yeah. So I mean, there's and if you're going to remove junk, there's no one else you would trust than Orion Junk. And if we, you live in Vancouver, and we can talk about the Warriors for a second too, if we are so inclined, because. Uh. Uh, They've got one game left to make history, and it may have already happened by the time you listen to this podcast. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm sure they'll win. They tied, Mailbag time. Tied the record. <laughs> no, I'm well, I'll, I mean, it'll be. I hope they 
they break it. It's cool when that just, happens. Just so that, that can be like the final nail in the crying Jordan meme that Jordan. No, will I hope not. I love the Jordan will Jordan cry meme. hardest about that, and then we can all move on. Oh, with the our crying lives. Jordan meme is so the uh, the the golf hole one was unbelievable. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Yeah, I, okay. every time I think I'm off. The crying Jordan meme. I have someone brings me back on like and, the Conor McGregor one in the shape of Ireland. That was and good. The, and then the Jordan Spieth one where they did the overhead of the twelfth hole and it was a crying Jordan. The oh, Chicago man. Bulls logo after they were eliminated from playoff yeah. contention. That was a good one. Uh, and look, I was getting tired of crying Jordan also, uh, but then Jason Whitlock came out strongly against it. And now I hope it lasts forever because fuck you, Jason Whitlock. Yeah, you're right back on on board. Yeah, maybe yeah. they can make an official Jason Whitlock fedora with the crying <laughs> Jordan on it. Enjoy your sports talk, you sack of garbage. But I, I I wrote on Twitter last night uh, about how the Warriors have kind of like made this NBA NBA season a little bit boring, and that it just feels inevitable that they're going to win a back to back championship because they're just too good. Because like you can't even. Have the faith, like, it's a, it takes blind faith to believe that your team is going to win an NBA championship when the Warriors exist, you know? Totally. Uh, it's like how teams felt when they were playing the Bulls in the in the 90s. Yeah. Jordan was just so dominant, and then they brought in Pippen, and it was like, well, this is just not even, yeah. this isn't fair. Yeah, and, and, and like, somebody replied to me with, like, what are you talking about? The Warriors are anything but predictable. They have the most unpredictable offense ever. It's like, yeah, their offense is amazing. I enjoy watching it. It's the outcome that is never in doubt. Yeah, there's a difference between enjoying watching them play and enjoying what they're doing as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, this coming NBA playoffs is, like, the WWE, like, road to WrestleMania that just ended. Like, we all knew that Roman Reigns was going to win the title at WrestleMania six months ago. Did he win the title? The hunt was not very exciting because it was a foregone conclusion that this was going to happen. Yep. So, but people like the Warriors, though. Right? Yeah, unlike Roman Reigns, yeah. people do cheer. I for just the made Warriors. a wrestling joke. Yeah, you did a, a relatively well-informed wrestling joke. Fist nice. You guys are rubbing off on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well done. All right, we will go from there into the Twitter mailbag. It's letter time. It's letter time. Stefan, anything good in the mailbag this week? Uh, we got a good one here. This is from uh, at Suff23, and uh, he says, I guess he asks, I hate hockey and I live in Tucson, Arizona. Why do I love the show so much? More roller report. Uh, my guess is like brain damage. Like he, It could be, yeah. yeah. I mean, he doesn't specify whether he has brain damage or not. Uh, as far as the roller report goes, I do want to apologize to fans of the roller report. Uh, Kayla Macri, uh, Canada's foremost talent in roller skating, artistic roller skating, uh, was reached out to by the show. She agreed to be on the show. Uh, and then since then, uh, numerous email requests to Kayla have been denied. Well, she checks her Twitter like once a year. Yeah, think, exactly. So, so uh, yeah, so we are still trying to get her on the show. Uh, but uh, I was actually thinking about Roller Report, and it will make its triumphant return soon. Well, the summer's coming up, too, right? Exactly. So, it's the so roller it's skating season, exactly, baby. Exactly. Exactly. 
so yeah, hopefully there's some progress on that. But I don't know. I would say that uh, you just enjoy the uh, general banter and bullshit between the three of us, and the hockey is completely irrelevant. Yeah, that works too. Yeah, I mean, I think a, a lot of people that don't like sports like the show, and um, I don't know why, but uh, good for them. And uh, good for us. Yeah. And uh, this question is the next one. comes to us uh, from Mac Wilkie at Like the Computer. And I think it's for Stefan. It says, would you let the guy from the Hydraulic Press channel on YouTube destroy your dick and balls if it meant Benning got fired? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, is it being recorded? <laughs> That's for his channel? Did it say for his channel or like? The guy just with the, the guy hydraulic presses your balls. The guy from the hydraulic press channel on YouTube. So I don't know if it's going to be a video that airs. You well, I don't know. If they, I don't know. They do couldn't it. put it on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Could go on one of the sites that Chris frequents. I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the keywords destroying Stefan's dick and balls are a must-click every time for him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to get by. Oh God. I think I've, that I've, is actually a subset of porn, isn't it? Where girls like uh, they were like stiletto the heels and stuff. And, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've never oh, watched it. Jesus ever. Christ! I've never watched that. Uh, <laughs> never watched that. Um, yeah, no. I mean, uh, Benning's probably gonna get fired in the next like two years anyway. So, I like that hydraulic press. Uh, have you guys watched the channel yet? No. It destroys. Oh yeah, anything. no. You'd be done. You're, yeah, you're done. You'd probably die though. <laughs> like shock like, like, yeah, and blood, like blood loss, loss and yeah yeah if there was maybe like a, a paramedic standing by if it was like in the hospital you know the, if they set the hydraulic press i don't think the hospital would like allow it yeah they'd be weirded out for They're sure like, can i bring this hydraulic press in here to like crush my dick and balls and then you i don't know but evil can evil would get the ambulance to show up at his jumps so that's true so maybe you could you need like a lot of people watching this so if yeah it, if it turned into like a stunt thing yeah it's not just like me and this finnish guy in a room He's crushing my dick and balls. Yeah, no. It could be that, too. Yeah. Uh, to answer your question, I probably wouldn't. But No, you got to keep those. But I thought about it. Yeah, you did. I yeah, did think that, about there it. There was a lot of deliberating going yeah. on there. I don't like Jim Penning. I, I was going to say, that speaks to, uh, that speaks to your hatred, for sure. Got a couple good ones here from uh, possible Twitter mailbag MVP. He sometimes brings the noise. Sometimes he brings the funk. You can choose for yourself what he's bringing tonight. DJ Laidback Luke at Peculiar Ski writes in with... Uh, first, a tweet from John Liu of Montreal's TSN uh, Outpost, who writes, Habs Subban laughing about his supposed rift with Pacioretty. Quote, do I have to make out with him to prove that I like him? Yes. DJ Laidback Luke writes, should PK Subban make out with Max Pacioretty? Yeah. Yes. That'd be awesome. 100% yes. You know Max Pacioretty's a horrible kisser, too. Yeah. And if, PK's a great one. Yeah, if exactly. They, if they put that video... Like, of them just, like, making out, like, MTV Movie Awards style uh, on, like, their team, like, video account on the website. I'd become a Habs fan. Yeah. It would be the highest traffic video that they've ever posted. Oh, yeah. I would love it. And they should definitely do it. I agree. Uh, He also writes in with uh, a story that we meant to talk about this week, but it slipped our minds as we uh, were talking about the NBA moments ago. It was a follow-up on our Iggy Azalea swaggy story. Speaking of the hydraulic press. Iggy (laughs) Azalea uh, comments on the rumors that Nick Young has cheated on her uh, with, You will have half a penis. Iggy gave a cheeky, half-threatening interview on Friday on the matter. That That sounds like a full threat. 
And uh, yeah, I was gonna say I don't know. It, well, it is kind of a half threat. Yeah, she's just it's gonna just chop off half to his have penis. It. Yeah. yeah. And Luke writes, which half of Swaggy P's peen will Iggy cut off for cheating? Left, right, top, bottom, front, or back? Well, if you cut off the back, then the front goes too. <laughs> yeah. But see, that's the thing is like you might want it reattached. Like I would oh, probably like say the, the bottom because you'd still want to be able to keep your like pee hole. You'd still have a pee hole. Like mushroom head yeah, or whatever. The, yeah. I guess you wouldn't have that. Yeah. yeah. I'd probably be important. Yeah, I'd probably keep the bottom. Um, what uh, Did he say top or bottom as yeah, well? Yeah, he did. So I'm just pick, trying to picture it here. Yeah. There's like a... Or left or right. Like it, like she'd cut yeah, it in down half. The, but I don't think I needed chicks well, in my urethra. Does you she know? remove it or is it just, does it kind of just like split? You know, is it kind of like this? It's like a cross No, it's section. not a fork dick, but some people do have that. I was going to say like the uh, the alien's mouth. Yeah, no. You know, oh, and then oh, like, like your wow. dick shoots yeah. out of it? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there was the guy on Reddit who had two dicks. Right. Yeah, yeah, the double dick. Like, legitimately. Yeah, didn't you write a book about it? I hope so. I feel like you did. My Life with Two Dicks? Yeah, it was, some, it was uh, something like that. A Tale of Two Dicks? Yeah, it was something like that. A Tale of Two Dicks, I think so, yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to go with bottom half, because that will take his balls with it, Yeah, probably. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you really wanted to punish, oh, him, which one would, would Iggy choose? I thought yeah. we were, I thought we were saying which one would which Nick one would choose? we like the most to happen? Yeah, or which one would she choose? Like, I think if you she, had to choose, I think she would choose to take the half that also castrated him. So I'm going bottom half. Okay, right. yeah, but I mean that's not anyway. I guess. Also, ball, can we just appreciate the, the photo of her and how unimpressed she looks? Yeah, it's great. And well, I love question, the caption though. The, the cheeky, half-threatening interview. She looks like. <laughs> Yeah, she doesn't look happy. It looks like it was a very serious It doesn't threat. look cheeky. I will chop your dick off. <laughs> I will I will choppy choppy your pee pee. And if anything, that is a if late anything, 90s WWF reference. You're yes, welcome. Yes, I appreciated that very much. Thank you. And if anything, it's not a cheeky remark. It's a nutty remark, if you will. Or cocky. Yeah, that, that one too. Yeah. <laughs> Ballsy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's like at least 10 different dick puns you can come uh, up with for that. This is a good question from Cowlin Fullerton, and he asked, did Patrick Kane beat up a 62-year-old cab driver over 20 cents? And the answer is yes, he did. Yes, he definitely did. He most definitely did. But more importantly, he's not growing a mullet in the playoffs this year. Yeah, seems like a bad move. And it seems very weird that the NHL decided not to give out the Art Ross trophy this year. What do you mean? It just didn't happen. You know, like it's not. Oh, I see. There was no leading scorer in the I, NHL this oh, year. Yeah, I see what you're doing. Very weird. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> I get it. Kevin Calderalo asks, will you drink some beers with me if the Panthers win the cup? And Kevin, buddy, if you're listening to this episode, you know that uh, the Panthers are the official team of Real Good Show. And you also know that John doesn't drink beer. So two of us will. Yes. And I will absolutely not. And I will also not show up. And I refuse to meet you. Friend of the show, Aaron at Bertovo, <laughs> writes Just in, kidding. is the current NHL playoff format bad because the seedings don't make sense or good because every night is Wednesday night rivalry? But it's not even. Did you see the uh, what the bracket would be in the East if, uh, if they didn't do it this way? The bracket in the East would have been insane. It would have it been Flyers, Penguins, Islanders, Rangers, Florida, Tampa Bay, and Washington, Detroit. What? Yeah. That's so much better. So much better. Every single one of those, basically. Yeah, is exactly. Yeah, you got the Battle of Florida, the Battle of New York, the Battle of Pennsylvania, 
and then Washington kicks the And then the Ovechkin shit out of and Datsuk, you got yeah. that storyline there. Exactly. That's so much better. Yeah. It's the loser leaves town series. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Loser must go play for Magnitogorsk. <laughs> Uh, this is from Free Stewart, and I guess we're, there's a theme to tonight's episode. If the only thing uh, visually you could ejaculate to for an entire year was one sports moment, what would it be? And for me, it would be uh, Yarko Rutu tripping Dion Phaneuf. <laughs> you would want to ejaculate to that? Yeah, no question. It's so funny. Uh, I'll say uh, I'm going to cheat a little bit here, and I'll go Brandy Chastain scoring the winning goal in the uh, 1998 Women's that's World Cup and ripping her shirt off. That's, was it 98 or was it 2000? Was it like 99 uh, or some weird? Oh, it might have been 99. Like odd number? I don't, know. I, I don't yeah. know. I feel like I was in high school at that point, so I want to say 2000. I think it was 99. I'm going to guess 99. Okay. Yeah, 99. Yep. And I'm joking. I don't really find Chastain attractive, but I just went for like a... The funny kind of like Just the funny, like, you know, she's ripping her shirt off. Because I don't really have like a big time. I mean, because I was a kid, like the Jays won in 92 and 93, but I was seven and eight. I hadn't discovered masturbation yet. I can't really connect it to that. So it's just tough to like really maybe Jose Bautista's home run yeah, last I was say year. It's the bat I mean, flip. That was pretty awesome. Or Sidney Crosby's goal. Yeah. The golden goal. Yeah. Iggy uh, Iggy. Yeah. Uh I'm going to That's what Nick Young would say. Iggy Iggy. Why? I'll go with that clip. The one we talked about last but week. Ton- Tonya <laughs> Tonya Harding. Harding. Yeah. Or Nancy Kerrigan. Nancy Kerrigan. Yeah. Something hard. It hurts. Yeah, I go with that. Did she say something hard? Yeah, they were asked, what did he hit you with? I don't know. Something hard. hard. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) So you could just pretend that that's like sexual. Exactly. Yeah, okay. I like that. They usually cry, so. (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's normal. Oh, oh wow that could be next week's breakup breakdown should be good <laughs> yeah it should be great with our special guest <laughs> dr phil <laughs> sorry to spoil it guys <laughs> well we can do the quick breakup breakdown yeah because you got a good one this week don't you Stefan? yeah uh irene was mad that uh, i keep inviting listeners to shoot me with a high-powered <laughs> rifle at my soccer game do you uh, think it's because she doesn't want you to die or what's the What's the reason behind well, that? Well, I told her, like, if it happens, like, it'll get written about in the news. Yeah, like, she'll be, like, be able... Oh, he was on Real Good Show. You should check it out. He's dead, but you should, you should check yeah, it out. Yeah, and she'll get, like, some publicity for whatever, like... Yeah, just no, for life, sure. You know, she'll yeah. be crying or whatever. Yeah. And, like, you know, oh, he said he wanted people to shoot him, and then they did. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder, like, would someone get charged for that? Because I kind of, like, told you them. invited it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean they would still get charged. Assisted suicide is against the like, law, it, so I'm pretty sure. Well, I, d- I did ask them to murder me though, which is a bit different. Yeah, it's like yeah, not like a suicide. It's invitational euthanasia. Yeah, does yeah. that? Yeah. Well, anyway, <laughs> hello and welcome back to the euthanasia invitational. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if you we want, never run out of ridiculous, <laughs> controversial topics to talk if, about. If, if you want to shoot me with a high-powered rifle, I mean, I guess like during the soccer game, I'll just I'll tone it down a bit. Like, do it after the soccer game, <laughs> and that's like, not during yeah, play. She should be happy with that. Yeah, it's after the game. Yeah. It'd yeah. be actually dope if you scored like because you talked about the sick goal you scored that one time yeah. where they like wait 
until you score like an amazing and that's part of like your off. celebration yeah like you just go down you're like yes <laughs> down just, on your yeah. knees like, pumping pumping, fists in the like uh platoon style yeah yeah yeah, yeah you just <laughs> <laughs> i'm just getting destroyed with a rifle yeah <laughs> yeah pretty good way to go down i would yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you think they would like call the game at that point um, I'm thinking so. I mean, I used to ref UBC ball hockey, and yeah. a goalie puked on the court once, and they canceled the game. Okay, yeah. So I'm pretty sure if you got murdered, they'd probably call it. So yeah. that's almost good. Like if it's I, a lot of stuff if, to clean up. If that was yeah, the, exactly. If I had scored the first goal of the game, and it was like two minutes in, and I got shot to death, you guys we'd would win. win. Yeah, yeah, big big game for you guys. All right, beer Salona. <laughs> yeah. deal. That's like the only way we're gonna get a win this season. <laughs> <laughs> Human sacrifice. <laughs> One of my own teammates is gonna shoot me. Now. Yeah, exactly. Occasional intern and possible review review writer. Aaron Mackay writes in with Would you rather never make the Briar or never see the Leafs win a cup again? This is for John and for Justin and Stefan. It's would you rather never see the Leafs or the Canucks win a cup or would you rather the podcast never make it big time? Oh. Okay, well, the Briar is like a dream of mine, and it's a personal dream and something that I would experience myself. Whereas, like, the Leafs winning is just a collection of men wearing the colors of my home team and province. Uh, so I would choose going to the Briar over the Leafs winning the cup if I had to pick. Yeah. I got to go with the podcast making it big. Yeah, I got to go with that too because a lot of. Uh my professional future rides on the fact that hopefully at some point this podcast will be popular and open some doors for me, which is probably the riskiest and most foolish bet a man can possibly make in relation to things going well on the internet. Well, and if the Canucks win the cup too, that'll kind of like take away from our whole thing where we're just like miserable all the time. Yeah. And then people don't, people don't want to listen to a podcast where we're like gloating about how good our team yeah. is. Yeah, exactly. You people know? like, like the guy who was like, why do I like the podcast? It's because we're so miserable and depressed yeah and but we still follow the team we exactly. still like the team yeah exactly so if they won the cup i think that would ruin it yeah i gotta so. pick podcast yeah making it big podcast ever winning anything yeah. and that's uh i also support that decision yeah then I and i support you making the briar beautiful that would probably help the podcast too yeah that'd be great yeah and uh i think that'll do it for yeah that'll the do it twitter mailbag yeah. though uh we do have a question here that will segue perfectly into something that we haven't checked in on quite a while it's Stefan's pool party, baby! Oh! Now, with the end of the Damn, NHL that theme season, song is good. of course, comes the end of the first annual Lucas Pisa Memorial Reverse Death Pool, and uh, the winner of the very first inaugural season. Uh, there's going to be many inaugural seasons to follow. Uh, it's none other than our very own John Cullen. John, congratulations. John Cullen, when reached for comment, said the following. Woo! Well, now Ryan uh, Verviticus did have a question, though. About yeah. pretty, uh, I'm pretty happy. Just I, I, one last time, it is very important to shout out. Kyle Brodziak, Nate Thompson, Kyle Clifford, Brandon Machinter, Magnus Piarvi, David Clarkson, Martin Marinson, Barrett Jackman, Matt Bartkowski, Brendan Dillon, Andre Andreoff, Zach Bogosian, Jordan Nolan, Laurent Brassoit, jo- uh, Jonas Gustafson, Merrick Longhammer, and Jakob Markstrom, otherwise known collectively as Bangers and Machinter, for leading me to the bottom of this literal pile of shit. 
For the last seven months, I was basically in the lead from the start, wire to wire, and unlike Jordan Spieth, I fucking finished the deal. Suck it, everyone. The winner of the pool gets a bunch of money. That's me. You suck. Woo! Who was your MVP and why was it Matt Bartkowski? <laughs> uh, Bartkowski was not my MVP because he scored key goals for me at times that I did not appreciate. Uh, my MVP, I would have to say... Uh, would go to would probably go to Brandon Machinter, the team's namesake. He had four goals and one assist, but he had two of those goals before I picked him up. So for my team, he had two goals, one assist, and was minus seven while playing every single game this year. Uh, so very good for me. Uh, David Clarkson would have been a very close second, uh, but that's mostly because he basically didn't play the entire year. And can you tell us which teams fill out the podium in the top three? I can. So uh, in last place, of course, myself, Bangers, and Machinter at 25 and a half points. In second place at 29 points, uh, the question asker, Verviticus, Ryan, uh, my life is suffering. And in third place, our very own, the hockey moron, Stefan Heck at 29 and a half points. Now, Ryan is disputing the final results here. He writes in with, question, I'm plugging in all the Spiza teams into a spreadsheet to normalize games played, but goaltending is ridiculously spread. Normalizing to that then seems unreasonable. Is there a better way I'm not thinking of, slash how do you guys want to do it? Though, any which way we slice it, John is probably still going to win, so question number two, he sucks, yes or no? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I do not. Uh, I'm going to go with yes, because even your own girlfriend last week was like, why are you such an asshole on the podcast? <laughs> she said, why am I mean? That's a little different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we've said this before. I'm, I'm playing a role on the podcast of like the, I said it to, to Brooke. I said, you know, that I would say that Justin plays the kind of, uh, host, uh, 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 mover along kind of guy, very opinionated and very emotional. You're very up and down. You, you know, you've got your your anger, your rants, but you also get very like uh, giddy, very happy, very That's... earnest guy. Stefan is like the quiet, passive guy who never wants to upset anybody and is just happy to 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 be a a, a guy that that is great and and makes jokes. And, and but then... he's like the Steph Curry of the group, and then. Yep. He'll take shots from anywhere, and they always find the net. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, uh, so someone kind of has to be that sarcastic, cynical uh, asshole, and it might as well be me. Yeah, so. just keep bringing us down to earth. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I like it. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, and, and then she agreed with me after. She's like, well, I have to agree. The three of you do fit together very well. And yeah. I was like, well, we, we definitely wow. do. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Like like a Russian doll. But <laughs> I'm in. I'm inside. Yes. Yeah, I'm for yeah sure exactly. Inside. You're yeah. inside me, and yeah. I'm inside Jesse. Yeah, cool. you're like Jesse Ferrar. You're living inside of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice callback, Justin. And we'll go from there into everyone's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch, the cherry on top of our cynical Sunday, where we pick the things we actually like from the world at large. One good thing. If a lot of people love each other, the world would be a better place to live. 
Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Well, I, I have a music thing this week. I don't think I've ever had a music thing before. Uh, yeah, you had one, the Rocky Erickson record. Oh, yeah, that was great, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is really good, too. Uh, I actually sent you a link to the song, Justin, because yes. I want to I get your guys' reaction to this song right now. Um, it's called uh, Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. Uh, and it's a song just about being radioactive uh, and uh, feeling in your bones and that sort of and thing. And you like, and so... Did it just you, speaks so, to me. So you've liked this song for a while, obviously, because this was a song that was pretty pretty big. Yeah, it's, I don't, it's I don't like know. It's, years pretty, ago. it's kind of like little known. I'd never heard I'd of it. I'd call it like indie, yeah. I would say. I would, I would call it like an indie song. Underground. Underground, So you've sure. kind of like yeah. just discovered it now. Yeah. Because it's, it's been out, I mean, it's been out for quite a while. Oh, well, it's really good. Okay. I don't know. I don't listen to much music. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. You like well, got fair. what you like on your iPod, and it's yeah. very rare that something like penetrates your listening habits. Yeah. It's the, I have the podcast, and I have Rocky Erickson. And that's, that's about it. it. Yeah. But you also have this song. I do. Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. Wait, are we playing it right yeah, now? Yeah, we're going to play it right now. Oh, it right right now? Now? It's really cool. All right. Yeah. Okay. It's a good song. Now, I've never heard this before, okay. so we're going to see what it's all about. Take me to church. I worship like a dog at the shrine of Okay, wait, sorry, hold on. Steph Stefan, this isn't uh radio this is this is uh Take Me to Church by Hozier. This is radioactive by Imagine Dragons. No, but like no, but if you listen, play it back, he literally says the words take me to church. The radioactive Feel it in your bones. Yeah, I not I I agree with Stefan. No, this is a definitely song. a song yeah. by Hozier whoa, called Take Me to oh, Church. Whoa, oh, radioactive, radio, were you not listening to the same yeah, song? Yeah, no, I, I heard it, but it was, it's a ho, it's the Hozier song. Yeah, see, Take Me to Church is what he said there. Feel it in my bones, enough to make my system blow. Welcome to the new age, welcome to the new age, whoa, radioactive. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you guys are fucked because that's a song by Naughty. That's like one guy. It's not even like a group. Like Imagine Dragons, like a group. Like Hozier is a guy. Imagine Dragons is just one guy who imagines dragons a lot. No, it's a group of guys. That's why it's dragons, plural. So no, but it's one guy imagining the dragons. No, but it's like, but it's like six guys in the band, though. Is what I'm saying. Like, Hozier's like one dude. Who's Hozier? Do you think the band is... Hozier is that song that you were just playing. You really don't know anything about music, do you? Radioactive. Do you, think, a... do you think the band is named after the actors on Game of Thrones? Oh, because, the, like, the green screen. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. I don't know. Actually, this is all be. irrelevant <laughs> because that was Hozier, Take Me to Church. That was Radioactive by Imagine Dragons. Anyways, John, what do you like this week? Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> well obviously, like Hozier, taking whatever the fuck that is. Yeah. No, I don't even like that song. I just well, know you know all about it. You know well, what it's y- called. You know who sang it. Well, yeah. It means you like it. Well, I just think it's a little embarrassing that you say you like this song and then you don't even know the actual song. <sighs> whatever, man. Uh, this week, I like a real band and a real album. Uh, I'm also going to the music well here. I'm going to recommend an album by one of my favorite bands of all time, the Deftones. Uh, they have a new album that just came out last week called Gore. Uh, and uh, yeah, I've been a fan of the band for a long time. And uh, they really haven't released a bad album, but this one feels like uh, possibly 
uh, can stand along with uh, their best work. So I've been really into it, been listening to it a lot. And uh, if you're a fan at all of the band, I would recommend checking it out. Deftones, score. And I am going to recommend uh, a movie sh- from Netflix. No, actually, I'm not. Where's where my I'm, BB-8 hand? No, I'm, I won't. I'm going to recommend uh, America's Foremost Kid Critic, Lights Camera Jackson <laughs> at LCJ Reviews, who, if you're not familiar with Lights Camera Jackson, bless your soul and I envy your life. Uh, but if you are not and would like to now know what he is, uh, he rose to prominence as like a nine-year-old child who would go on, like, the Today Show and be like, I think this movie about the Minions is great. It's lots of fun for the whole family. It's like if somebody from birth just, like, was strapped to a chair with their eyes held open and forced to watch Gene Shalit review movies for their entire life. This is the child that they would blossom into. Uh, and he loves Shrek. And he, Who doesn't? He uh, often weighs in on uh, films with adult content and says that they are not relatable or not realistic. Uh, his, his, one of his classic reviews, in my opinion, is of Paul Thomas Anderson's Inherent Vice, <laughs> on which he wrote uh, that Joaquin Phoenix's drug use was not realistic. Uh, that it was just... Too much. Nobody could possibly do that much drugs. Do you think it's him that's actually reviewing oh, these things? Oh, very or much is. It's not his parents yes. that are like writing the things to like be ironic or whatever. Yeah. Um, well, he- at one point, Sportsnet's Dan Murphy was like mistaken for his dad. I think. Oh, really? Yeah. It was some. It was a very because I think his name's Jackson Murphy. Yes, he is. Yeah. And so there was that whole thing when he he tweeted that thing about uh, Amy Schumer. That, yeah, like, really stupid insult, he, like, and it like blew up in his face. This is part of his thing now. Is like he's got a photo of himself with like every celebrity on Earth, and so he's constantly tweeting happy birthday to them and trying to make some kind of joke about them. And his joke about Amy Schumer was like, "I didn't sleep with you, you whore, wink or <laughs> yeah, whatever." Essentially, and he's like a fifteen-year-old child. So that's fun. Good for him. He uh, lost his virginity to Amy Schumer. Uh, yeah, That's and cool. um, he gave Obvious Child, a film about abortion, a D plus, and <laughs> more like a more like a B, a Plan B. <laughs> Am uh, I right? He wrote about uh, the film's uh, handling of abortion that the story just isn't believable. There are too many scenes that go way over the top and are purely based on coincidence and cliches and would never happen in real life. So thank you to this idiot child writing about what is realistic about women deciding to have abortions. Uh, But the reason that he's making the news right now is that uh, he's going to be old enough to vote in this year's American election. And given that he has demonstrated over the course of his career what great judgment he has. Uh, Last night, he live-tweeted his attendance at a Donald Trump rally in Albany, New York. Perfect. uh, And as a Trump supporter, and then this morning tweeted, due to the tremendous reaction to my work at Trump event, I'm considering adding more political coverage. Hashtag LCJ USA. And it's a photo of him posing in front of a backdrop of the Capitol building, and he has, like, 
Montgomery Burns level chicken neck and horrible posture. <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm very fond of this. I think it's hilarious. He was tremendous as a child critic of movies, and I can't wait to see what his political coverage entails. So that's my one good thing this week. Long ass one good thing. Yeah, Congratulations. Well, it technically was one thing. Though. Yeah, no, it was. It was. <laughs> Just like a lot of aspects about that thing. You know? And with that, that will do it for this week's episode. Our roommate and guest was Chris Adam. Our interns are SeatGeek promo code real good and Orion Junk Removal promo code real good show. Our producer is Jessica Sands. And boy, did she come through in a big way for next week's show. I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Heck. John Cullen. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Imagine Junk dragons. Removal. That's the same thing, basically. Yeah, oh. true. Yeah. No, they're good. I like them. Hosier. That was Hosier. Oh, that was Hosier. The song was Hosier. Can, can we play uh, Imagine Dragons again? Yeah. Anyway, tune in next week. You will not regret it. And we'll see you then. Can you play Imagine Dragons again? Ah, yeah. Had a feeling that I belong. Ah, yeah. Had no. a feeling that could be someone, be someone, be someone. You held on to that for the entire show? We were doing that before the show started. No, it's on the show. Is it? Yeah. Was it actually? Yeah. Oh, God. That's even worse. <laughs> Haven't we already had Fast oh, yeah, Car as an outro? That's a callback from like I was seven gonna say, months yeah. ago. Okay, cool. Well, might as well bring it back. <laughs> I recommend David Usher's version of Fast Car. It's actually pretty good. And we'll hear that right now. The lead singer of Moist.
Pens. 